welcome to Around the Console. I'm Bob, joining me are John, Cliff, Sucky and Craig, and we are continuing on our Time Lord Victorious Saga reviews. Um, and we're on to another book. We previously did The Night, The Fool and the Dead, um, and that had a finale ending, uh, where three Doctors were introduced, and it goes into another book, which we are, we are reviewing in this episode, All Fle- Flesh is Grass by Una McCormack. Um, it was quite an epic book, this. There was a lot going on. Um, lots of pages. So, there was lots of pages. That was one thing that we can confirm. <laughs> um, it had very big print, though. That's the advantage. It was it was a fast read, which which is good because um, it was quite an epic ending that night. Full of the end. It was all right, book and all that. So you had the the, the, the eighth doctor, the ninth doctor, and the tenth doctor all appearing. The eighth doctor with a load of Daleks. The the ninth doctor with the the vamp, you know, the the, the army of the yeah. dead, you know, from previous time of Victoria stuff. So monstrous beauty for the vampires and the ninth doctor, the end of Defender of the Daleks. So they're two comics. That's where they're coming from. And obviously the tenth doctor was in um the, the night the fool of the dead. So we're at this sort of standoff where one doctor's got Daleks, one doctor's got dead vampires, and the tenth doctor is trying to kill and destroy the Katiru, who are the basically the 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 people that judge on death. So it's quite an epic sort of setup isn't it really mm-hmm. um and i don't know if i got that that, that epicness sort of faded throughout the book as we went through i think really because it was an epic ending to have it like that if you try and imagine it as a doctor who on tv or whatever it is or concepts or idea but it just felt a bit rushed i'm gonna come come around you lads really because I don't know if you got that vibe as well. Craig, you're nodding. Yeah, I, I kind of was really excited about this from the cliffhanger from the first one. And then it's really hard because I think when I summarise it, like you just did, Bob, when you summarise what was going on here and you, you actually have like a great multi-doctor story and they've each got re- they've each got the kind of adversaries behind them, it sounds awesome. But actually, when I was reading it, I was pretty bored. Um, And I I couldn't really work out why I was quite bored, but I really was. And I I also got sick of reading Eighth Doctor, Ninth Doctor, Tenth Doctor. And I know they had to do it, because otherwise it would have been confusing, but it it just left me quite cold. And I couldn't understand why, because as you said, if this was on TV, I'm quite sure it would be be excellent, I'm quite sure. See the same same here as well because you had the, the the initial couple of chapters where it was just a battle and the doctor and all the doctors were getting together and you expected the book for them to carry on as such yeah you know, which would made it great having the banter but then it suddenly veered off into different directions mm. and they they were just away from each other and it just didn't. Uh, I was more interested uh, seeing the doctors interact rather yeah, than yeah. whatever was happening. But then you've got the Daleks being as manipulative yeah, as yeah. always. Yeah. Well, I was so the, the, Daleks, secondary plan. the Daleks were good. And, and uh, I particularly loved the, this concept of a, of a undead vampire hybrid Dalek, a Dalek that can't die. I think that's cool. Oh, that was a fucking yeah. great idea and really it, and sinister. I'd love to see that on telly. I, I, again, a great idea, but for me, it just somehow didn't quite come across. All I kept thinking was uh, Daleks of Manhattan and Dalek Sec as I was doing it, as kind of reading that kind of human-Dalek hybrid. Um, but this was a much more cool idea without any doubt at all. But again, it just, it was almost like its big finale was at the end, but it didn't do anything. Yeah, I thought... That's how I felt. I felt that the the beginning of the book where they interacted with the Doctor, I thought that was cleverly done because you yeah. could really you could hear the voices in the head of each... Each character was cleverly written. But then after that, it felt like she had a shopping list 
of all the stuff she had to connect and she was going through and it just felt a little bit like rushed it would have been better adding another uh, a bit more of a longer novel to be honest it's only 200 pages i think oh, that was it it was felt like a target novel but i thought of if maybe she, if she would have expanded on a bit more but i felt like it had peaks and troughs all the way through it and then i just felt the ending didn't work well for me Mm. It felt like she tried too hard to tick too many of the interconnecting boxes. boxes of what yeah. we've been through. Yeah, yeah. John, really, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the lone Keturah. Yeah, that um, I was going to come to the yeah. yeah. In it, oh, yeah. In 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 it in it in it. In oh, yeah, that's that right. Was, I'll pronounce. That, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. I, I quite liked her. I think the doctors all the way through their their conversation between one another. Was remarkable. It was yeah. it was a lot of arrogance, uh, hubristic, self-centered yeah. stuff. For all the doctors talking to one another, it felt like mutual masturbation between them all. Whenever they would talk to one another, <laughs> uh, I like the spider plant. I thought the spider plant. Had a cool yeah, was cool. That was yeah. And, I like the spider. And plant. Mr. And Brian and Mr. Ball were Brian. fantastic. Yeah, yes. this was yeah. brilliant. Uh, I I did I took very few notes up to the end of chapter two, and then I stopped doing notes because I got bored of doing notes. <laughs> well, one of the notes was uh, a quote from the book which says, Mr. Ball was silent. This <laughs> meant he was either as puzzled as Brian or a figment of Brian's imagination. Oh. I thought that was nice. No, it meant to say that, um, yeah, uh, I don't think uh, the, the doctors come out of this particularly well. But, but I think that's... The 10th that doesn't, definitely. The 10th doesn't, but that's where he's at in his journey, and it is a bit jarring because we've had a lot of it now of him acting out of sorts from the waters of, waters of Mars and the night of the field of the dead, this whole concept of the doctor wanting to destroy death, this whole basically commit genocide. It doesn't sit right. No. But the pomposity of the doctors, they all have it. Um, yeah. And I think that's quite por portrayed quite well. And they particularly all have it when they come together, as they have done in the two Doctors, five doc you know, on telly. Yeah. Mm. They have, they all, it's all like, you know, macho, macho nonsense, which is maybe why Jodie's Doctor is cooler, because she doesn't yeah. have that. she didn't do that. No. Um, I, think, I, think that the, I think we were right in saying what we thought the plot was going to be, though, from previous Time of Victorious. Yeah. Going back to the yeah. Dark Times, <laughs> yeah. the Dark Times, the, the Doctor would be used by the Daleks, too. Destroy the mm. Keturah and thus end up like creating and this then... this, hy this hybrid Doctor, this hybrid uh, Dalek and vampire, and also the risk of completely destroying Gallifrey uh, and and wiping everything out. It was just it's it a was, really clever idea. It was a clever idea, mm. but I think uh, and I, and Una McCormack is a fantastic writer. She writes amazing yeah. amazing fiction for Star Trek, Doctor Who, and others. But I, I felt like it, it, it lost its way towards the last third of the book. Yeah, same. I would agree. So, yeah. the, I, I still think that the eighth Doctor, Paul McGann's Doctor, who bought the Daleks, would have realised taking those sort of creatures back into the past yeah. would end up altering stuff, right? Even though they might, he, he might, they, they, they're there to help him to uh, help solve a problem. Likewise, likewise the ton, Tenth Doctor should have fucking known that destroying <laughs> death was a silly, stupid, bad idea. It is, all... it is yeah, it is yeah. a bit weird. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, without death, there's no, if, if something lasts forever, there is no growth. No, <laughs> and growth is what, what inspires and innovates and changes a good thing. But uh, they yeah. deal with that, don't they? In Revelation, the Daleks. We've said that before, and it's almost a weird 
concept that the doctor wants to stop that. There's no reason mm. why he would, especially it's, a man who can keep going. For somebody who's as old as he is, and as yeah. presumably as wise as he's supposed to be, that was a stupid, childish response to something. I think. How does it? Does that mean it, the next step is the end of time when he's the knock on four? Is that is that how this kid? I, I can't remember how there, it ends because I, I, I can't see like, how it. It's been worked. a while since I read it. He's mellow now, isn't he? He's kind of yeah. lost. That's how I remember it finishing. Yeah. The, the so ten doctors lost. So we mean is is going on that path now to where where he dies? Yeah. Is it, you know yeah. So yeah, is he going to go party like? Because that's what he does at the beginning, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's got his shirt. He's got on. over his yeah, that's, yeah. Lot of victorious arrogance, and it was a it, it was I think a bit of a realization that he'd done wrong, which was kind of obvious. But obviously he was in it, and that's what he was transfixed on, transfixed on doing. But I love the the idea because obviously the, 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 at the end it's Beringi, isn't it? The planet. Yeah. So yeah. we first see the Katura. Um, yeah. And the last Katura of it, it dies or whatever passing on, but the undead and all these people because the Beringi's dead is to start making this whole new life, biodome life planet and bring it back to life again. And I quite like that idea. Yeah. And then off the ride into the sunset kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. The the character, the other character there, Bob, that stood out was Madame Mikala. Yeah, brilliant. The one that uh, she's like the, the undead high commander and she, she's that's all she's known. But because she gets to involved with Inyit and she has a little uh, relationship with her, right? And they develop this sort of relationship with this dying creature and she's then all these uh, ideals that Inyit has been developing since she's been the last of the Katura is then passed on to Ikala and then there's like a circle circle of life basically where she just yeah. carries on uh, and that's a great ending for that character I'm still not 100% oh. clear I understand what the Katura's uh, mission where that came from their ability to like judge the death yeah. where is that coming it's from it's not explained that's what it? I want that's, and, that's, and, that's, and, that was more of an interesting story than everything what John sorry John to put no in, you're right yeah, no you're right that but, I mean, would have been more of an interesting story that it would have been but we never got maybe it. that's yet to will we get it in a bit come. Where because where is it going to go next if the Time Lord Victorious is done as it is kind of calming down now we're still about you know, still that's about just, at least a third to go isn't it that's just the tenth Doctor you know there's 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 more to come, uh, obviously. Katura uh, wise, I'm not sure. You know, it's something we're going to have to go away because I, I went out after leaving this book, apart from that exposition uh, that you mentioned, John and Cliff, was we've done a lot with the Katura and it feels like a natural end for them. Um, and the, the only introduction we really heard from them was that short novel. Um, yeah. When it, you know, it, it, the the Katura first passed its judgment on its first life form in in Bridget, but the the, the 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 sort of a thing I get it is just that's that that's what they were created for. That's what they are is the bringers of, of not death, but like putting mortality. Li yeah, mortality, lifespans, things on time. Um, but and how the how the universe came, how the uh, universe was after the dark times was death was a stock staple. Yeah, and they were part of that process of bringing that about. Yeah, which but, which has kind of ow. been, kind of been done. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. I, I, I we'll find out, but I think it may be one of them mythology theorised things. Think, I think they missed a trick there because the most interesting part of this Tower of Victorious is looking at the other characters, not only the Doctor. Is the, the some of the best stories was the ones where it's the Daleks are on their own. 
and it would have well, been initial ones. the Couture on their own as well. Um, and then you get a wider explanation. The ones with the Daleks was, I think, surpasses the ones with the Master and all sorts. Mm. I really enjoyed that. And that's, mm. I think, to me, what that was part of the Time Lord Victoria's experience is looking at these interconnecting, clever stories, not just being solidly about the Doctor, but I feel like they've turned it round again and it's just become about the Doctor. So I'm hoping it breaks up again going forward. I'm, I'm have to say that the reason I'm not so effusive about this one as I have been on previous ones is because of the format, I reckon. It being a novel, it didn't give me enough freedom to speculate on yeah. stuff. And there was too much going on over such a long period of time that it is less encapsulated than the other formats that we've had to digest. And even the short, like, one-page Katura thing yeah, that was in, what do you call it, that we had to do. We've got a lot more out of that in terms of enjoyment because we had a lot more freedom to speculate. And I think because it was a novel, we were limited in that and it's not quite as enjoyable as a result. No, and I think it's like Cliff says that there was sort of like a lot of threads being tied off or boxes being ticked and it was rushed as well. Um, it wasn't a bad book at all. It was a good, oh. it was I, good. But I think I when I you look at it- It was rushed, but it was certainly, it, it was definitely cut to a, to keep to a word count. Yeah, it yeah, could have been more yeah. developed. It could have built up a lot more of the atmosphere and yeah. its language and the characters. And that's what it was for me. It felt a bit simplistic. You could see what was happening, and it it just didn't engage me in the way that I love reading. I love to read books, but it just didn't work with me. And maybe it was like you said, John, because it was Captor's workout. It didn't have the depth that I would have liked in it. It felt very, very simplistic. Surface. Very, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. You just get the emotion or the response. Yeah, that, that, that it was more problem. of a, a manual, if you know what yeah. I mean. Like it was just there. It was. That's yeah. and there's nothing left to your imagination, no mystery or anything like that as such. And I mean, the reveal of the ultimate target, whatever it was called, you know, was Gallifrey. They wanted to destroy Gallifrey in the dark times, you know, bef I... before it becomes we, Time Lord. Are we now at the point where the Daleks have uh, stepped out of this story and aren't going to be as integral as they were in the Time Lord Victoria's saga? There's a, there's a story called gen Genetics of the Daleks coming up in the final stage. So, oh, so, so they're still integral to it, though. So there's something, something's going to happen. But obviously, you've got to bear in mind as well that each story is meant to be read individually, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so if you had yeah. to add the baggage of Time Lord Victorious, the journey we've been on so far, if I'd have just read this as a book, I'd have been, oh, that's quite cool. That, you know, that that was it, you know, done. Yeah, that could be the case. Um, I just felt well, we've had a huge build-up with all what we've watched and looked at and listened to and heard about these dark times and heard about the dark times. And when you heard about it, who else was talking about it? What on earth going on? What about the Couture? And I felt it wasn't really fully explored. Unless we're going to see that going forward, it just seemed to very lightly touch it. I would have really wanted to see the historical view of it, understand why things was happening. And a lot of this book was seemed, like Joe was saying, a lot of arrogant doctors going on about it, when really I didn't want to hear their story. I wanted I think, to hear about everything I else. I think of all the things as well, the doctors were were formed quite nicely in a, in, as a positive. You really got an understanding. You, you felt... When ten was speaking, you knew it was ten, and you could yeah, see his mannerisms. She was, she was Likewise with, with nine and eight. Yeah. In fact, nine was the best one. In fact, yeah, yeah nine was awesome. because That's nine was the one that uh, them, really. yeah, nine was the one that was most a rounded character in there and the most equal. I mean, he was, he was they took the piss out of him a bit. As well, so he was a figure of fun to them a little well, bit. Well, they, 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 they took the piss out of all of all each, each other all the way. All the way. Do you, reckon, do you reckon they took the piss out of Nam because he slept in for a fucking podcast? 
Or maybe because he's, he's got away with that quite a lot. It's, really, it's really funny, John, because that was like two months ago. We're not we're still forgotten about never it. Never forgetting it. Well, you know, I might just sleep in for the rest of these podcasts as well. No, you won't. You, you might as well, so okay. Um, <laughs> just going to quickly go around the console and get any final thoughts. Craig? Uh, none, really. I didn't massively enjoy it. It was a bit superficial, shallow. Uh, it didn't it didn't grip me. Uh, I found it a bit predictable, really, as to where it was going. Maybe because we'd hypothesised on it in here t- together and we'd come up with our own ideas. So for me, it, it, I must, it, disappointingly, it left me cold. Mm, cool. Uh, Cliff? It was it was worth the read, you know. We're on this journey, so read each part of it, watch each bit of it. But I just felt a little bit unfulfilled by it. That's all. Cool. Uh, Sucky. Yes, yeah, exactly what the guys have just said. It's just it was an interesting read, but after a bit, after you've read it, it's just not memorable. Basically, it wasn't memorable. It's true. I found that in between each chapter as well. <laughs> So Sookie fell asleep on every chapter. Maybe Sookie was reading it last time he was actually at the podcast. Yeah, but you've got to ask yourself, did Sookie really fucking read it? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think he did. No, I, I, think <laughs> I bought the book. I, I bought that book. Yeah, I, I, bought, read it. I bought that book. I bought that book. I was I so unmotivated. It's still by my bed. I've not been bothered to move it yet. I was like, I'll just leave it there. Made 50 got, quid from us, BBC. <laughs> I got one of my kids to read it for me. I was going to say, I bet you get one of your kids did to you? read it for you. Yeah, record yeah, it I did, as well. Yeah. I did, oh, record it. Uh, he gave me, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, then uh, gave me all the cliff notes. Yeah. Good lad. Well, I thought Good the lad, lad. Uh, John, have you got any <laughs> final uh, thoughts on this book? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that it didn't... Uh, didn't it expanded on a lot of the Katura stuff, and it was interesting, and I, I love the Katura. I think they're a great... Um, and I, I don't want to say that they're baddies yet. I still think they're misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, like you say, it, the formatting perhaps was the long form novelization of it meant that I, I didn't feel as I was free enough to speculate on what was coming next. And I felt that was like ninety percent of why I enjoy TLV is because I get to speculate, mm-hmm. I get to wonder and theorize. There was not so much of that allowed because of the way of the book. But the book wasn't bad. It was just it just. <clears throat> And also, I really enjoyed the fact that when you asked Craig, who's got any last thoughts, he said no, and then could, then went and talked for a minute. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always got words to say, John. I just don't think I do. No, yeah, uh, I, I was. I'm not as enthused, and it's annoying me that I'm not as enthused. But I will get that back. I'm it's sure. Fair enough. Once coming up. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well it's next. An audio up, next is it? It's an audio. Yeah. It's uh, the minds of Magnox. Yeah. Uh, Downloaded. Is, yeah. It's uh, uh, yeah off, off the website for for uh, money. That's great. Uh, so yeah, that's that's next in the Time Lord Victorious saga. Send us a pirate copy of that, Cliff. Cheers, mate. Cheers, <laughs> mate. No worries. <laughs> and until then, uh, it's bye from us and these these dodgy scallies. Bye. 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 bye.